Hello friends, Robbie here. I'm gonna wear a couple of different hats today, which may prove to be fun, while relating to you and reminding me of a vital lesson I've learned about correcting major mistakes. A lesson one you could say hides in plain sight, provides at least a chance of remaining relatively unscathed except for the residue that remains after frightening oneself half to death. In my last post, I said that Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York did a bang-up job as a communicator, acting as a calming influence on the American people, and some Europeans as well, as I have a few friends from the UK and EU who would listen to the governor on an almost daily basis. I described him as a figurehead of sorts, instead of the knucklehead that was and always will be Donald uh, John uh, Trump. Now, Cuomo was a welcome fixture, but what's become a bit clearer since then is that behind the scenes, he may well have been gussying up pictures that weren't all that pretty. So the overall impression that I enthusiastically painted it's turning out to be a little less flattering than I made it out to be. And the high esteem I held him in got cut down a notch or two. Both were my mistakes. Maybe not the end of the world mistakes, but mistakes nonetheless. And I got a cop to them right here and right now. And no, it does not matter that I didn't have the facts at the time. They came out later. My real mistake was that I was not my usual skeptical self. I did not remember the old school reporter's maxim that the first two reportages of a battle are wrong. And fighting this pandemic is a major global conflict. So my mistake was that I didn't wait to allow for countervailing info to emerge. Info that might have gotten in the way of the point I felt compelled to make at the time. My mistake, mea culpa, guilty as charged, Your Honor. Now, about that other hat, let me put it on and talk for a minute about how it makes a similar point maybe even in a bigger way and in a more exotic setting. A few decades ago, I was hired both as a recording engineer and accredited player for a Herbie Hancock record recorded first in New York City, followed by two or three weeks at Herbie's massive garage studio in L.A. And for a former not-half-bad pianist, that was a major kick. What a trip, sitting in L.A. there with Herbie and Wayne Shorter and Bill Laswell, all musical masters with magnificent gifts. Gifts they didn't take for granted, though. Gifts they worked on and they worked with. In basketball, a gift alone makes you a playground legend. A gift plus a serious work ethic makes you a pro. Thank goodness, while they spoke, I knew enough to keep my lip zipped and do nothing 
but listen and learn. While these giants, who were also good friends, shot the breeze, unreal. Anyway, I'm running the console in the control room. Herbie plays a stunning, harmonically complex piano solo on a song with ostensibly elemental chord changes. And jaws dropped. Then I called the wrong number out to the assistant, who followed my directions to the letter and erased that very solo. I had a millisecond, if that, to decide what to do. My career flashed in front of my eyes. Now, firing me wouldn't have been questioned in the least. Hell, if I was producing, I might have fired myself as well. There was no way I could lie or put the blame on the assistant for not catching my erroneous command. These were pre-Trump days, so I'll refer to that kind of cowardly behavior as Nixonian. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew better than that. And I knew deep in my heart that my only choice was hoping that the truth would set me free. So I got on TalkBack and said to Herbie, Hey man, I just made a huge mistake. I erased that last solo. I'm terribly sorry. And what happened next will stick with me forever. Herbie says, and I remember the words verbatim. No problem, man. And he plays another solo that transcends the previous jaw-dropping, never-to-be-heard-again solo. And although it's true that at that moment I was probably preoccupied with myself and my own fate at that moment, I felt a little like Herbie was working a little bit harder to let me off the hook. It's probably a bit self-centered, but it's a generous interpretation. And let me off the hook in a no harm, no foul kind of way. So if I read Cuomo wrong, I'm going to tell you. And I'm even willing to admit that wanting to attack Trump yet again may have played a part in my oversight. But there'll be plenty more opportunities to do that. Attacking Trump, that is. Now, here's the bottom line in terms of making and correcting mistakes. Taking the heat beats dodging responsibility every time. It's worth saying again. Taking the heat beats dodging responsibility every time. This is Robbie. Stay well. Speak soon. <laughs>